The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. Let's go! Get up close and personal with some of your favorite male porn stars on One on One with Poppy Chulo. Created by Poppy Chulo, one-on-one showcases exclusive interviews with the adult industry's most popular male performers. Here's your host, Poppy Chulo. Welcome to One-on-One with Poppy Chulo. Today is Tuesday, June 13th, 2023. Listeners, please welcome adult star on the rise, one of the Splash Bros, James Hardon. Welcome to the show, man. Hey, hey. Man, I appreciate you having me on, brother. Pleasure to be here. It's wonderful to have you on, man. Your content is redonkulous. And you have certainly (laughs) been catching the eye of the fans. So it's great to have you on for your... A little birdie told me, and that little birdie was you, that this is your first ever podcast interview? Actually, it is, man. You didn't pop my cherry. (laughs) All right, I'll be gentle. Yeah, I'll be gentle. Or should oh, I treat no, you like? No, should should I should full, I treat you like you full. do in the scenes? Oh no, just full. <laughs> hey, I'm full. I'm full throttle, baby. Ain't no oh, right. with me. There you go. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk yeah, about the full, full throttleness throttle. in a little bit. Trust me, <laughs> listeners. Trust me, listeners. There you go. Yes. So typically, <laughs> I like to start off these interviews by getting some unique stats out the way. So first up, what's your height and weight? There you go. My height, I am six feet tall. My weight, I am roughly around 215, man. You know, kind of athletic, athletically built, I would say. What's your ethnic background? I am Native American and Afro-American. What's your zodiac sign? I am a Taurus, baby. And how old are you? Loyalty. And I am 43 years old. Just turned 43, man. I was about to say, Taurus was recently, so happy belated Yeah, appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah, Tauruses, man. You know how we are. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure you know a few Tauruses, man. Yes. Or not the lovers. <laughs> now, let's get to know a bit about the man behind the performer. Where are you originally from? I am originally from Jackson, Mississippi, man. I, I've been, you know, I was in the military, so I've kind of, like, been all over. Uh, but that is that is where I was originally born, in Jackson, Mississippi. And what was life like for you? What was young James like? Ooh, man. Oh, man. Kind of like he is today. He's just <laughs> with, a little, with a little bit more wisdom to him, man. He's always adventurous. Uh Man, quiet. You know, I was a little bit shy back then, uh, coming up in high school. And all that kind of changed when I went to the Marine Corps, you know. That's when my eyes opened up about life and whatnot. That's what's up, man. All right, all right. So what was going on with your life prior to entering the adult business? Well, I, uh, crazy, man. I was uh, actually, (laughs) I was working for the, uh, federal government, man. I was working for the, uh, the VA at the time prior to me entering into, you know, adult content. Uh, you know, I give you my background being in the military. Uh, and on top of that couple, man, 
I was used to be a police officer as well. I did that for like 10 years. And so I got out of that, was with the federal government for a while. And uh, that was back when I was in Texas. And so we ended up moving out here to Florida. And, you know, if it's something I've always been wanting to do, man, you know, I've always been adventurous and always been highly sexually active. So it was like, why not make money doing something you love? So I decided to take a chance into it, man. It started with uh, OnlyFans originally, and it just kind of graduated from there. From OnlyFans until, you know, we get into a story about my homeboy getting me into the actually shooting with a few some mainstream porn as well. So... You know, it's kind of currently where I'm at, man, and uh, I'm enjoying the ride. That's what's up. All right, so prior to creating the OnlyFans, I always like to ask this to, to people because, you know, sometimes people, you know, they have that thought in the back of their mind, like, you know, maybe I should try porn one day, or, or I'm a porn fan. I would love to try right, it at right. some point. Was that you? <laughs> like, had you always had the idea in the back of your mind? Or man, always. Always. Yeah, it's like, it's funny you said that because my, my ex, my ex-girlfriend, I used to always tell her, I was like, I want to be a porn star. And even she was like, you should be a porn star <laughs> because of my personality, I guess. And it was always in my head. And I, I never had the opportunity to actually just go and do it up until now. And I just went for it, man. Even when I was stationed in California, I kind of, you know, I dabbed around with like a little bit of cam shows and whatnot. And that was many, many moons ago, man. <laughs> and so the opportunity just presented itself, and, you know, I took it. I took it, man. And I, I can't say I, I, I'm not disappointed. I'm not disappointed at all. Crazy, right? Yeah, no, but in a good way. I mean, if you already have the <laughs> idea, I think checking it off your list is always a good thing. If not, you, you'll have regrets. You know, in the back of your mind, you'll be like, man, I should have done exactly. that. Exactly. Exactly, and I never wanted to be one of those people that live like that, man. You know, I always want to, you know, do the things that I have on my little bucket list, and and always live life with no regret, and that's how I live life. In total, how long have you been in the business? Total, man. Actually, uh, OnlyFans or porn? Like, I mean, uh, mainstream. Let's do both. I'll say we're looking at roughly close to two years. Two years and about 150 videos in. Very nice. All right. So two years ago is when you created the OnlyFans, and when did you start working in mainstream? Yeah, I just started mainstream this year. Uh, I've been doing OnlyFans, yeah, about two years. So I got into mainstream this year with, uh, you know, I had the opportunity a good friend of mine, Peter Fitzwell, you know, he, he he's plugged into the industry. You know, he got me a few opportunities, man, and I appreciate him for that. And so, you know, I'm steady working on it, though. Steady working on my resume. Very nice. So let's talk about your first time. Well, actually, you have two different first times, per se. You have your yeah. first time <laughs> doing content, period. This is your original right. content, for your OnlyFans and your first time doing, in essence, mainstream work, which is basically studio work. So let's talk about both of those first times. What were those experiences like for you? Right. Well, the first time, let's see, the first time I did OnlyFans, oh, my goodness. Well, I have my girlfriend as well. She's a creator. Uh, 
So we started an account, right? And I, I'm gonna be honest, I really wasn't I really wasn't familiar with the OnlyFans base model, so I really wasn't taking it serious. I just heard different things about it. And of course I like to have sex, you know, I like to record my sex tapes anyway. <laughs> so I had a bunch of sex tapes recorded and uh, didn't know what the hell we was doing, just putting the camera up and just having fun, you know. That's what you're doing the lifestyle as well. So didn't forgot to mention that that uh, I'm sure you've heard of you know, lifestyle, swinging, that type of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, we're part of that community. So we would have uh, a lot of fun doing those type of things, and sometimes we end up recording it. And <laughs> like a lot of our friends, they actually do it as well, and we see each other on and off camera, and we have fun. So that was my first experience of doing the uh, OnlyFans, was just kind of recording in that type of environment, and, you know, putting it up for sale. So it was it was totally laid back, uh, just having fun, man. And now when I shot my first mainstream, totally different. <laughs> totally different. You know, it was it was more on a uh, I don't want to say robotic, but more uh, kind of more professional. Uh, let me see. I get with, how can I explain it, man? Uh, in the mainstream, you you know, uh, it's different, man, because you have to concentrate on certain different things that you normally wouldn't have to when you're just having fun shooting OnlyFans. It's more like, um, especially for guys, like when you know you have to come to that time when you got to pop. <laughs> It's uh, a little pressure on you, man. So that, that, it was a little bit nerve-wracking, so to speak. But I managed to get through it, and I actually I was able to, you know, perform well, and I got called back again for second or third time. So, you know, that made me enjoy it a little bit more. Uh, it definitely, it definitely is not easy as uh, some guys would think it would be. That is incredibly true, one hundred percent. Now, something that I have asked individuals that are part of the lifestyle, that that are in the world of swingers, when they yeah. when they move into doing their own content and uh, you know deeper into the mainstream side of the industry, is the fact that I feel like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I almost feel like the lifestyle is almost like a mini crash course into realizing how comfortable you can be. Number one, having sex in front of That's other true. people. And number two, yeah. having sex in front of the camera. That is absolutely true. It does make things a lot easier when you're in this type of environment of swinging because you're already acclimated to people being naked. Like you said, having sex in front of each other, very, very, yes, that's very true. And, you know, it's different when you're comfortable and you've been around these people before and, you know, you know they do, they don't, and, you know, it's, just, it's, it's easier when you, when you start that way. At least it was for me. It was very easy. And, you know, matter of fact, I just shot with a friend yesterday and we was talking about that. It's, it's so much more fun, too, because, you know, the person you're with actually enjoying their work and they enjoy you. And, you know, you're getting paid to do it. So, I mean, what can, what's better than that? 
Absolutely. Yeah, totally. And it makes sense. I mean, at the end of the day, and I've been saying this recently to performers, you know, at the end of the day, you have to have a little bit of an exhibition streak in you if you want to do porn. You have to be incredibly comfortable with yourself, you know, to be, number one, naked in front of people, and number two, to have sex in front of people. And you have to get a sort of enjoyment out of it at the end of the day. You have to be incredibly comfortable and all of that. Exactly. Um, yeah, man, you have to be. Um, I, that, I, that started like when I was in the Marine Corps, right? So when I was in like basic training, they they just desensitized me with all that. Like you, all that being shy shit, it just, <laughs> they just they take it out of you, man. We used to have to take showers with each other. We used to have to, like, if, you, if you're in the bathroom, all the toilets, open space there's nothing there's nothing closed off so you know it was like that type of environment when i joined the marine corps so you know that took a lot of the side stuff out of me so it was basically man shit i was i don't i didn't care about being naked in front of people and i'm definitely not i'm definitely confident in myself so you know i I never had an issue in that department so you know yeah all that comes with being in the porn industry too man i think uh and you know (laughs) anxiety level out of you, right, in order for you to perform, <laughs> et cetera, that type of stuff. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know if you ever, you shot, I don't know if you actually shot porn like mainstream before, but yeah, you, um, have you? No, I've been on a set a couple of times. Okay. I've, I've been on, okay. Uh, okay. you know, some amateur sets, and I've, I've been on one mainstream set where I recorded some BTS interviews and that sort of thing. Gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, man, it's yeah, it's definitely experience, man. I'm, I'm from, I appreciate this ride. I'm enjoying it, enjoying every minute of it, man. So let's talk a little bit more about your mainstream break in the business. You referenced someone that I interviewed a couple months back, yeah. Peter Fitzwell. Let's talk a little bit more about <laughs> how you made the transition because you were doing your own content. You were being a content creator on OnlyFans, and then a friend actually opened a door for you. So break that down for right. me. Right. So actually, it's crazy. We was at we was at a we was at a lifestyle party, right? Just talking. <laughs> doing what we do and you know it was you know we was talking about and i had to express the interest of always wanting to do it man you know and he was like if you're really serious about it man i'll reach out to some people and you know see what i can do and i was like sure go for it and uh and he actually did he reached out to uh another guy by the go by the name of connor i don't know if you know connor cox he reached out to connor cox man and uh i got a phone call you know, you want to try you out, and the next thing you know, I was I was on set at his house, man, shooting up, shooting the scene, and it was dope. And ever since then, you know, man, I've been, you know, I've been looking for other opportunities to go that, you know, to go that route towards more mainstream. But you know, I enjoy doing OnlyFans too. Awesome, man, and I'm sure those opportunities will continue to come your way. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. No doubt. I have no doubt about that. <laughs> Absolutely. No doubt about that, man. I, it's crazy. I used to live in, a, I don't know if you know, Delray Beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I, I used to live in Delray Beach like a year ago before I actually moved to Tampa, man. And I, I really I really wasn't doing a lot of it then, and I didn't realize how big 
the uh, the scene was the scene was down in Miami, and now I'm like I was I was regretting. I was like, damn, I should have stayed down that way. It'd be it would have been a lot more easier for me to, you know, do more gigs and things or whatnot. Let's talk about your poor name. How did you come up with your performer name? <laughs> Nothing, man. At a party, I'm telling you, all these things happen at lifestyle parties, man. I love it. <laughs> We was actually at a lifestyle party uh, playing and <laughs> just having fun, right? You know, so you're playing, playing around with, you know, <laughs> your friends. And one of the females just happened to just say, you know, he's talking about, you know, porn and porn stars and stuff. And I was, and they was like, you know what would be a cool porn name for you? And I was like, what? And then she was like, change hard on. Because I get, I get like a lot of people see me like in real life. They always come to me. I know it's the beard, right? And they'll mm-hmm. come to me and they'll be like, "You look like James Harden." I get that a lot. You know, I don't think I look like it, but a lot of people they reference James Harden. And she was like, "You should call yourself James Harden." And it just, it just, it popped in my head. I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna try that. Let me see." And uh, yeah, I've been rocking with that ever since, man. James Harden. <laughs> I love it. It works. Yeah. It works. Yeah, I like it, man. It works. Yeah, it like, works. Some people don't get it at first, man. They don't get it at first. <laughs> and then some will be like, oh, James Hard On. And they'll, they'll laugh about it and shit. I'm like, yeah, James Hard On. That's me. <laughs> that is you, 100%. What do you enjoy most about starring in porn scenes? Man, I don't, I don't know if it's the anticipation of actually just doing it and shooting. Well, see, I'm, a, I'm in the lifestyle, right? So I, I like I like having sex with different women, so to speak, <laughs> and to get to come to work and have sex with hot women. It, it, it's how can I explain it? Like it, it just, I guess it's the anticipation of that, man. Just you know, enjoying the sex all together because it's it's different each time, right? Uh, different different strokes for different people. Like uh, the feel feel of it uh it's different man I, I i don't know if i'm explaining that right but it's different i, I look i look forward to that and just and, uh the overall production of it of how it turns out like you know the content like how it, how it looks and stuff and people think and people think i'm crazy but i'm like even when i be making like doing my editing my own content like i watch it a lot of people don't like to watch their own selves on film i do I don't think it's weird, <laughs> but I like to watch myself on tape, and it, it's hot. <laughs> it's hot, man. And I hope my fans, they enjoy it as well. I hope they enjoy it as well, man, because I, I put a lot into it. <laughs> when you're at a shoot, when you're shooting a scene, whether it's for your own content or it's mainstream stuff, when you're on set... Huh? What turns you on the most and what turns you off the most? Uh, what turns me on when I'm on set uh, is getting there, meeting, you know, meeting the talent and uh, going over what we're going to shoot, you know, and putting it together and seeing it come together as we're shooting it. Like that turns, it's just like you're really acting. You know what I'm saying? Like you're really, you're really trying to put on an act, but you're doing it in a sexual way. That's it. It turns me on. It really do. So, you know, I like that aspect of it as well. Um, as far as what turns me off, being on set, uh, 
I haven't came across a lot of things that I didn't that I didn't dislike yet. You know, I haven't came across a lot yet. Uh, I've heard stories that people say, but for me, I don't know, man. I had positive experiences so far, so I can't really say, you know, certain details, something that I really just didn't like yet. You know, everything that I've done has came together as it should. Uh, you know, people being on time, uh, everything went, went according to plan, so, you know, like I said, I'm new. I'm, I'm new too, so <laughs> I don't have any, you know, any negative things yet. Of things I don't like. Let's break a porn scene down. In a scene, which do you okay. enjoy the most? Oral, vag, or anal? Oh, ah, man, ah, I love the vag, the vaginal. That's me. Love it. And then I would say oral would come second, and then anal would be would be third on that list for me. In a scene, do you enjoy being rimmed? Oh man, I've only been rimmed a few times on in a scene, <laughs> and uh, it, it 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 wasn't bad. It's not my it's not my go to put it like that, but you know it wasn't bad. <laughs> in a scene, different experience. Yeah, definitely. In a scene, what's your favorite sexual position to perform for the camera, and uh, does it equal your favorite position off camera? Oh, man, my favorite position, I would have to say on camera would be, uh, would have to be doggy right now, but I love, I love uh, missionary. That's my favorite. That's my go-to. That's my uh, climax position, and... The position with the females laying on her stomach with her legs closed, that is my, that's my favorite. That's my favorite to come to. But it doesn't look, it doesn't, I don't think it uh, translates well on stream. And, of course, we know how a scene ends with the cum shot, the money <laughs> shot. In a scene, where is Ooh. your favorite place to shoot your load? Ooh, either on the breast or in the mouth. That's, that's, I don't know, there's just something about that it turns me on. Totally. To be the breast or the mouth. Eye contact when she's looking at me while I'm doing it. Man, it's a wonderful feeling. For those out there that maybe haven't had the chance to see your content, how would you describe your fuck style for them? How would you describe your style of fucking? My style of fucking, for those that haven't seen it, I, I am... It's not. It's in between. It's a mixture of uh, not not too rough, but if you want it rough, you can get it rough. Um, not, I would say intense, but not too hardcore. That's my style. But like I said, I'm a mixture of all. You know, depending on the talent that I work with. You know, uh, of course, you got to have that conversation with the with the person you're working with and and what they enjoy and what they don't enjoy as well. So. You know, it's a mix-up of all. Now it's time for the big question, a question I'm sure a lot of your hardcore fans and supporters might be curious to know. How much is James Hardon's hard-on? How much are you packing? Man, I have, you know what, I'm, I'm packing, I'm right at nine and a half. Nine and a half. And we talked about the money shots just a couple of questions ago. I want to ask you, as a performer, 
how do you prepare for the cum shots? I mean, you got to come on camera. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it's the important <laughs> moment in a porn film. How do you prepare for it? Yeah, man, I just, it's <laughs> you had to go to a place mentally. Like, <laughs> you really got to go to a place mentally. For me, uh, I just block everything out, like what's going on around me. Because you got, you know, you got other people in the room. You got the guy holding the camera. You hot ass lights on you. <laughs> It's a lot. So I just go to somewhere in my head mentally where I'm not, I'm trying to not think about nothing except the, the, the actual sensation, the feel of, you know, me being inside her or whatnot. And normally that makes me come. Only at one time where I didn't come like that. And normally that's due to overheating or whatnot, but yeah, <laughs> that's what I do, man. And it's all mental anyway, so. Yeah, I just go to somewhere in my head and, and just block out everything and pop. <laughs> but yeah, off camera is so much, so much more easier, it's more relaxed, and it's just like you're having fun. So you know, totally different when I'm shooting OnlyFans content. Totally different. So far in the time that you've been in the business. Who have been some of your most favorite performers to work with? I'm not necessarily looking for like top five or anything like that. Just performers that pop mm -hmm. into your mind as, you know what? That was a good scene. Oh, yeah. Uh, you were speaking only fans or, or the mainstream? In general. Okay, man. Ooh, there's a few of them. There's <laughs> a few of them, man. Uh, I mean, see, I worked with uh, Aria Valencia. I hope I'm saying her name right. Aria Valencia. She's on my Twitter page. <laughs> she was very fun to work with. Uh, of course, let me see. Christy Cream. She was fun. Uh, man, it's a few of them. Let me see. I don't know if you ever heard of... Uh, what is her name? Sweet Vicky, she was one that I would have fun working with. Um, man, I can give you a few of them, bro. Uh, Hot Wife Heidi, she was she was very fun. People, of course, I have actual you know friends and and that I work with on a regular basis. Man, it's always fun to work with them, like a, a Dirty Danny, a, a Naomi Fox. Mm. Who else? Uh, it's a lot of upcoming ones, too, that I've worked with, like uh, XX Iris May. She was definitely fun to work with. Uh, Katie Land. That was another one. Yeah, I can go on, man. I'm, I'm, I've enjoyed working with a lot of them. Um, oh, yeah, Fine Wine Girl, Lexi. Gio, Gio, and Lexi. Fine Wine Gal. She, yeah, she was, she was a fun one to work with as well. Lifestyle fan, 69. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Chill up, Katie. I forgot about Chill up, Kate. She was fine. Chill up, Caitlin. Yeah. And now, let's work on the power of manifestation. Who have you not worked with yet that you're looking forward to working with in the future? Who's on James Hardon's wish list? Man, it's a few of them. Uh, <laughs> power, uh, 
Let's see, man. There's a few of them on that list. Uh, I met, I have met Kazumi, but I have not had a chance to work with her yet. Uh, hopefully she did this exotica this time coming around. I can actually get to have a conversation with her. Who else is on that list? Um, mm, what's her name? I don't want to mess her name up. Valerico. Uh, did I say that right? Oh, I can't tell you. <laughs> yeah, I think her name is that. It's Valerica. I hope I ain't screwing that up. But yeah, she's one that I've been wanting. Yeah, Valerica. Valerica Steele. I want to work with her. Gosh, um, I don't want to go too big names. Uh, there's a lot of creators around here that, that it's probably not even been heard of that I want to work with uh, right here in Tampa. Um, yeah, I'm going to put time to make sure I don't want to screw their names up on this interview, man. It'd be terrible. Uh, oh, yeah, Marilyn Monroe. She's one She's one that I've, I've been talking with, but we haven't had a chance to work with yet. But she's on that list as well. So that'd probably be like my top three. Are there any individuals in the industry, whether they be in front of the camera or behind the camera, that you look up to? Are there any individuals in the business that inspire you in what you're trying to do? Uh, I was going to say inspire, but uh, let me see. Did I like the way they work? Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say much inspire, but I... I uh, motivate me to do, you know, the same, we all doing the same thing. And my boy Peter, my boy Peter fits well, man. I like I like his work, you know, he has inspired me. He has inspired me to, you know, continue to do what we do. And him being, you know, a lifestyle like me, man, We I really get, he gets me from where I'm coming from, man. We had a lot of conversations about it and the type of goals that we got set and what we're trying to do what I'm trying to do. What I want to do now is shift the tone of the interview just a little bit and talk about some of the more serious issues in the industry. As someone who's been in the game now for two years doing his own content and recently shifting into doing some more mainstream work, I want to get your POV on this. Are there any misconceptions or myths about porn performers that you would like to dispel? Let me see. When I first came in, I, um, I mean, I, I'm like one of the people that like I, I asked, I asked the questions, and I guess having you know people that was close to the industry or that's actually in the industry, kind of uh, dispel whatever it was that was in my head, which I, I really had no clue how the damn industry works. To be honest, just thought you come there, which I mean, you you do, you come there. I didn't understand like all the paperwork involved. You know the testing and all that stuff, man. I didn't, you know, I didn't get all that, but it was explained to me through, you know, people that was already in the industry doing it. But and even they, I would ask them, like, you know, the experiences they had, and they would be the same. Like, there's been no experiences. Like, I guess, like you said, there's nothing that I would dispel about it. It is what it is to me. You know, it's a job. You come there, you <laughs> you there to work, and it's, it's sexual, but you there to do a job. So. That's, I mean, that's that's what I would say. 
I don't have nothing to dispel about it, really. Is there an aspect of the industry that you do not enjoy? Mm, I don't want to say like the, the um, I think we should have, they should have more of a, more bit of a uh, accountability measurement. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there should be some more type of standard as far as accountability goes in certain circumstances that happen, you know, within the industry. Because I noticed that a lot of people just take their stuff to Twitter and shit and, and trying to, I guess, do the cancer culture stuff. But I wish it would be more like a real standard uh, way of dealing with things that, that really would make a difference. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, I feel you on that. Yeah, I've referenced before to performers about, you know, some sort of union or some sort of governing body that should uh, right. really seriously investigate issues of misconduct right. on set. Because this whole going to Twitter and calling people out, listen, yeah. I, I mean, at the end of the day, if you're a piece of shit human, no matter who you are, right. male, female, however you identify, if you are a piece of right. shit, you should not be in the industry. Period. And Absolutely. I feel like those people should be called out. You know, if there's some sort of sexual assault, physical assault, uh, emotional assault, uh, psychological assault, right. like any of that type of shit yeah. where people are doing just shifty and shady yeah, stuff. Bullying. Exactly. Yeah, bullying they should be out of the business. Yeah. But, yeah, I agree with you. That's you know, what I'm saying. but when it comes to like smaller stuff, like I feel like a lot of it really is miscommunication. And people are going yeah. on Twitter, and they try to hash things out. And at the end of the day, it's like, number one, who gets to say their stuff first? And that's usually the person everybody right. believes. And number two, two, then the person that's making accusations, they use their fans to attack verbally on, on Twitter via tweets the person that they're calling out. Like, it's just... It's like a mess. It's yes, like the wild, are. wild west, high school edition. Yeah, it is. It is exactly that. And you know, drama. I tend to stay away from it at all costs, man. You know, I'm an energy guy, so I'm always vibing with energy. And if I ain't feeling it, I ain't fucking with it, man. But I definitely understand that. Uh, as a matter of fact, I was on the other day, and I'm just trying to understand this shit. Like that's that's exactly what I mean by having some type of standard. Uh, Step forth for you know creators, actors, or whatever you want to call them to, to yeah. abide by, man. There but should be somebody in charge and... that investigates, and if somebody did do right. something bad, then they should. There should be consequences. Exactly, exactly. They need to you know take the proper steps, man. But just you know going and threatening people's families and all this other crazy shit, it ain't. It ain't even necessary, man. Exactly. But. Yeah, that's my take on that, man. I wish that that aspect I don't like. <laughs> and luckily, I mean, it ain't, it ain't luckily because I carry myself very professionally when I go shoot. You know, when I meet people, like I, you, you can ask anybody I've shot with, man. It's no bad, it's no bad energy with me. You know, very professional. And I've always been like that in any aspect of life that I've had to deal with, versus whether it was you know military, law enforcement, or any of that. So. You know, porn is no different. As a black man in the adult industry, have you ever experienced any racism, colorism, discrimination, or microaggressions? 
No, not yet. I've heard stories, but no, I myself personally, no, I haven't, man. You know, I've been fortunate enough not to. Um, but what I have noticed is I don't see a lot of uh, brothers, like, really, really helping other brothers. You know, if you don't, like, know them per se, so I, I've seen that. Or, or say say if I shoot somebody and other person will be, like, mentioning somebody or they'll be, like, a friend in between of a friend, you know what I mean? And they won't be, like, know us let's try to come together and do some or you know you help me i help you i promote you you promote me type of stuff you know it's just everybody they all just segregated doing their own thing which ain't nothing wrong with that too you know but there's no there's no unity in that it's just you know i've noticed that okay so from the point of view of someone who's new in the industry you feel that some of the other black male performers are like gatekeeping a little bit some of the other black men yeah, in the industry are, are gatekeeping I say, the new uh, performers? I wouldn't say gatekeeping. I would just be like, I just noticed that they don't fuck with each other. Oh, you know, okay. I wouldn't call it I, Yeah, I wouldn't so call would it So would you say it's more so competition with each other? Yeah, that type of shit. Like, you know, I would say, yeah, that. I wouldn't say gatekeeping, but yeah. Or or they if, if another guy doing something in the same, you know, niche or something like you, I guess they see it as competition and I'm like, it ain't even like that with me. <laughs> That's interesting. Maybe yeah. you have you've run into the wrong group of veterans in the industry. I'm just saying. Because there are there are a lot of veterans, at least, you know, per what they say in interviews and stuff. I mean I can only go by yeah. what people say. Actions might be different, I don't know. Um, yeah, but, man, but I'm an action guy, man. <laughs> yeah, but based off of just what yeah. performers have said to me, there have been a lot of performers that have embraced the newer generation. You know, much like, you know, they yeah. were embraced by, you know, the older generation in the industry. So it's right. it's interesting that you haven't experienced that, but maybe yeah. you're just running into more competitive people that don't do that, you know, cause the industry That's has true. everybody, you know, there's some people that, you know, don't see the new generation as a threat, but there are some people that right. do see them I as do, a threat. Right? <laughs> that is true. So yeah, that's just my perspective though. You know, yeah, it's just been my perspective. On no, I feel it. you on it. I appreciate the honesty and the candor. Now let's talk about relationships and the industry. I do know you're in a relationship. You referenced it earlier. Yeah. And I do know yeah. that she does content as well. So I just want to get your mind set on being in the industry, pursuing this. You know, you clearly, I mean, based off of just everything that you've done so far and you've been releasing and the, and the amount of following that you've developed online – Clearly, you know, right. you want to make a little name for yourself in the game. Like, you want to see, right. you know, your star rise and shine and that sort of thing. So I just want to get your take on, you know, being someone who's incredibly ambitious in the industry, being in a relationship, is it a difficult right. balance? I mean, you were already in the lifestyle, so I'm, I'm going to assume she was yeah. also in the lifestyle, or she is in the lifestyle. So, yes, absolutely, she's in the lifestyle. <laughs> so I'm going to assume, yeah, it, I mean, is it similar to what it was before? Just the difference now is that there are cameras. Is there a difference? How difficult is it to balance a romantic relationship, a romantic partnership, while doing what you're doing in the industry? Yeah, it's not it's not hard as far as the porn stuff. Uh, 
like as far as lifestyle, man, we've you know we've had to grow. So it's all about it's, it's always been about the communication, man, and it's the constant it's constant communication. You know what I'm saying? Especially with, with you know her being a female and her having understanding. Because with most guys like that I know that do this, man, it, it, we all still kind of like the same. Like it's it's there's no feelings attached to it. It's just business. So that and that's how I see it. But you know sometimes I think that. Um, we have conversations where I might feel like she might get in her head sometimes and think that it's a little bit more than that, which is not. And, you know, like, again, again, like I said, it's communication. So I have to communicate that to her that it's not, that it's this, that, it's this business. And she did it. So it was a, it was a struggle in the beginning, man. I ain't gonna lie. It was a, it was a struggle in the beginning. And, but we finally came to terms that, you know, uh, I want to see you happy at the end of the day. Like you should want to see me happy at the end of the day. And once we came to that, man, it's been it's been it's been a good ride ever since. So, you know, I would say any couple that's going through it, man, you gotta you gotta communicate that, and you gotta be honest with yourself too. Both of y'all gotta be real with yourself. You just can't say shit to make you know be like, oh, I want to see you happy doing that when you really don't mean it. You know, you have to really mean that. Like if you really like doing porn and you really want to do that and you're happy doing it, I want to see you happy. Or, you know, I want you to be happy because I support her in whatever she chooses to do in life, and, you know, I just want that in return. And so we finally got, we finally came to that understanding, man, and so it's been beautiful. It's been beautiful, man. And, you know, coupled with the lifestyle, that makes it even better. <laughs> makes it so much better. Very nice. That's good to hear. Yeah. Whenever I have any sort of conversation on these podcasts about relationships and the industry, the first thing that I say is what you just said, communication. I feel like any relationship, whether it's a friendship, a romantic one, even a, a family relationship, a familial relationship, you know, those relationships can crumble with a, with the lack of communication. Communication is incredibly important in any relationship. Oh, yes. Yeah. You know, and I've had to learn that. You know, I had to learn that as well, man. Like I said, you know, each day we're growing and we're learning, you know. That's all you can ask for. <clears throat> Nobody's perfect. <laughs> People are going to make mistakes, man. But you got to, you know, you got to communicate through it. So. Absolutely. That's where we're at right now with it. And, you know, we're just looking forward and excited to all these projects that I got coming, man. So. Well, that's the perfect segue. So let's move away from the serious stuff, <laughs> and let's talk about your original content. So if someone is tuning in right now, and they have never seen what's on your OnlyFans, can you explain to them what type of content you shoot? What kind of content can they expect to see in regards to your original content? Yes. Okay, so when I first started, my original content was really based off the lifestyle that I was actually living before I got into a relationship, which, which is that of uh, the hot wife content. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm into that hot wife niche. Uh, something I was familiar with, something that I actually really did in real life uh, before I got into a relationship. So I just chose that niche, and it's a hot niche. And also, you know, I love, uh, I'm into the interracial porn, which is a big niche as well. So I jumped into that. That's my original content. But now 
you know, I base it off the lifestyle. So, you know, you was, if you would come to my OnlyFans page, you would see, you would see some orgies going on. You would see minimum gangbangs, very minimum, uh, and a lot of hot wife content. A lot of hot wife content. Uh, and just recently, I started this new venture with one of my other buddies, <laughs> other my other one of my good buddies, uh, Kenny, Kenny Cumshot, which are, we are known as the Spaz Brothers. But we just started this new venture, doing a lot of the uh, MFMs, you know, male, female, male content, and that's really, really taking off right now. Really taking off. Let's talk about that. You know, that that's a good segue to to my next question. Let's talk about the Splash Bros. How did that come about? Yeah. And what are your plans in regards to taking that brand to the next level? Oh man, the Splash Bros. Again, bro, like <laughs> every time we have these little parties, right, there's always some like <laughs> these crazy ideas come up. So we was actually uh we was actually at the, uh, a part of the uh, Hot Wife tour when they came here to Tampa, and uh, the original creator of that group, uh, Sadie Andrews, she was she wanted to shoot a scene. She was like, "I need two muscular guys, interracial," and me and Kenny just happened to be there, and we was like, "We'll do it with you." So, you know, after we got done shooting, it was such a great shoot. I was like. At the end of the shoot, you know, and I was just like, damn. I was like, Sadie, how did you enjoy us? You know, and I was like, we the Splash Bros. And we all laugh, you know, whatnot. And uh, Kenny was like, that's a great idea. And I was like, shit, let's just, you know, let's just throw it out there and see what happens. And it just took off from there. And so, of course, we got a lot of friends in coming that shoot content. And so we just started you know, pitching an idea to him, hey, would you do this with us? Would you do MFM with us? And, you know, you can go on Twitter and see how it's going. <laughs> yeah, you can go check it out. So it's taking off, man. So now we're looking at getting, like, a little couple shirts made and see how they go. We're kind of branded for real. I love it. I think it's a great venture, and uh, I look forward to both of you growing it. Like, it's an incredibly fun idea. And, uh, yeah, I, I think you guys are going to do really good with it. The content is hot. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, we got it. We was, uh, we was at one of our little fake favorite spots this weekend at a, at a big eye candy party, right? And we got a lot of people wanting to, <laughs> wanting to film with us. So, you know, they was like, it's just, it's just a little bit different. And, you know, it's a little bit different from what, because I haven't really seen a lot of it. You know, of course you see MF film, but just the, the style of it I haven't seen. So I was like, I think I think we can go, we can do pretty good with it. How often do you release content? How often do you drop new scenes or updates on your OnlyFans? Oh man, I have. I'm dropping at least two videos a week. I'm backed up right now. I got at least forty unreleased videos because I'm shooting at least three times a week. So, and plus. I market, I edit all my videos, I do it all on my own. And I handle two other accounts for two other people, so I'm <laughs> pretty busy. But yeah, I have uh I try to release at least two two videos a week on my uh exclusive page and then on my VIP once a week. Very nice. What's the difference for the listeners out there that might not know? 
Well, exclusive pages, you get. I, I I said I just recently you know tried this new model where I just set everything up uh, as you get my my hottest newest releases that I shoot on my exclusive page first. You get it the first week it comes out. Now on my VIP account, I have rotating videos on that account, so exclusively you get those videos first. So that's the only really difference in it. Very cool. All because right. uh, yeah. <clears throat> We're all no PPV, so everything is on my page, on my page, on the on the exclusive. Everything is it's on the page. Don't go nowhere. You sign up, you get everything right then and there, baby. Perfect. Tell me something quirky about yourself that most people don't know. Tell me something unique about James Hardon. <laughs> something unique. Unique about James Hardon, as far as industry stuff. No, just you in general. <laughs> Man, I let me see. I, I'm I'm really really. I wouldn't say shy, man. Hold on. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that one. It'd be quirky. Uh, something quirky about me. Mm, I don't know about quirky, man. I'm uh, I'm just a real. If, if you if people if you would ask people about me, they would tell you I'm just I'm a real chill type of guy, man. Like my vibe is always chill. Like some people, they don't <laughs> they'll tell you they'll be like that's cool, James, because they used to call me school LL Cool J. They always say like the ladies love Cool James. It's just I'm just I'm always chill, man. It's just my vibe. So I wouldn't know about quirky, but. Yeah, I'm just a chill type of guy, man. You know, I love, I feed off of energy. Like I said, I'm a Taurus. I'm an energy type of guy. Like I can feel, I can just sense good vibes if you got them. And if, you know, you somebody don't need to be around, I automatically just know. And my intuition is 99.9% right. Most of the time, 99.9% right. Well, it might just be the Taurus in me. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, I would say that's me, man. In, in one word, I'm chill, bro. I'm just chill, man. Describe yourself in ten words or less. Ten words. In ten words, okay. Mm. I am assertive. I am very confident. I am ambitious. Let me see. I'm like creative. I can be uh I can be kind hearted. You know, uh, I'm imaginative. I got a, a very big imagination. Did I say ambitious? <laughs> uh yeah. I am uh very driven in everything that I do. You say I'm fearless as well. How many is that? <laughs> I think that was way over ten. <laughs> but but oh, it's okay. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, my bad. I could you. I could kept going, man. <laughs> yeah, no, it I'm works. Way, I'm out going. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it works. It works. I like, yeah, I can keep. I can keep going, man. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's me in the nutshell, though. All those things, man. Chill. All of those. As we start but, wrapping uh, things up, I have this list of pop culture oriented questions that are designed okay. to allow the listeners and your fans to get to know okay. some of your favorites. 
So okay. the first question in this set is, what are five of your most favorite television shows? Oh, man. Five of my most favorite TV shows? Oh, man. Of all time? Of all time. Oh, man. I would have to say five, starting with uh, The Game of Thrones, uh, The Wire. Let me see. Uh, <laughs> what else I got? What was the other one? Power. That kind of that, that grew on me. Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> And uh, let's see. I liked uh, as far as comedy, man. I liked uh, was it Marty Marl, Martin Lawrence show, man. My top five. Who are four of your all-time favorite music artists? Man, just four. <laughs> just four. Uh, Jesus. Uh, gotta say, gotta throw Mike Jackson on there. Mike Jack, Michael Jackson, definitely. Um, let me see. I'm old school, man. I like Marvin Gaye. He he definitely in my top. So we got Michael. I got I got uh, Marvin. I got uh, let me see. That's hard, bro. I would say uh, Prince. I'm a oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an R and B type of guy too. So let me see. That's three. Um, Say my boy uh, Gerald Levert. That's four. What are three of your most favorite films? Man, I would have to say Life is one of is definitely one of my. With Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence is definitely one of my favorite films. Um, let me see. It used to be yeah, Life, and I'm gonna say uh, I like uh, the Marvel. Like the last, the last Marvel. The Avengers, the last one, the Infinity, the Infinity War, that was dope. That's number two of all times. Um, let me see something I can just put on and watch. Oh yeah, man, the Goodfellas. I could, I could just, I could, I could watch that to this day. <laughs> you just throw it on and watch those three, like any day. What are two foods you can't live without? Man, two foods I can't live without. Ooh, I would have to say anybody know me, bro. I love like 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 a I love Waffle House, bro. Like I know you said food, but Waffle House is one of them. <laughs> uh, let me see what else. Like I look because I work out a lot too, so I've been straightening my diet, man. I'm gonna say uh, definitely Waffle House is one of them, and uh, I would say uh, spaghetti. No, no, I'll take that back. Chocolate. Chocolate is one. Some stuff I can't live without. I know it ain't a food, but that's one I can't resist. It's chocolate. And what is one of your guilty pleasures? Oh. <laughs> one of my guilty pleasures? Oh. Guilty pleasures. Sheesh. As far as in life? Just in general. Okay, not anything content-wise. Well, it's not a guilty pleasure if you're enjoying it, right? Um, <laughs> uh, 
I would say I am big on sleeping in, man. <laughs> I I guess because I'm always worked at night. Like, I always used to work overnight. So, man, sleeping in is one of my guilty pleasures, which I, I have no regret. Like, I'm normally typically a day now is I wake up around 11. And, you know, my day starts, but it don't end until probably 4 in the morning. So, yeah, I would say, yeah, sleeping in is one of my guilty pleasures. What are you currently binging? Are you currently binge-watching anything on any of the streaming platforms? Mm, man. No, I was watching, uh, what is it, The Last of the Mayans? Have you seen that? No. Yeah, it was. I think it was a spinoff on the uh, on the biker club. Oh, Mayans uh, MC or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm recently catching up on all of that, man. Uh, yeah, I typically don't watch TV a lot. I uh, you know I'm normally working on videos or or, or trying to get some content done. But normally, man, yeah, like on a, I say tomorrow that'd be my day. I I have one chill day out of the week that I normally do that. And, uh, yeah, the Mayans is it. That's what I'm watching. <laughs> Catching up on that. What's next for James Hardon? What's coming up in the near future that the listeners can expect? I know that you've been doing some mainstream stuff. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Is, is some more of that on the horizon? What's coming up? What's coming out uh, soon? Yeah, I, I do the mainstream when I can, but my, you know, my focus is the OnlyFans right now. Of course, I'm on I'm on several other platforms, but the basis of my pop, my fan base is OnlyFans. So uh, right now, man, the Spaz Bros, I really want to focus more on that content because I want to blow that up a little bit more. Um, we have like three, yeah, three pro- projects. We have three, like, yeah, shoots we working on within the next two weeks that I think gonna really, really be good. So, you know, I don't want to get no names away, but yeah, I think they're gonna they're gonna like it. They're gonna like it a lot. I like the sound of that. How can your fans reach you? Where can they find you on the web, social media, and as well as all of the links that you want to provide so that the listeners know exactly where they can find your original content? Oh man, I got my link pretty much everywhere. Uh, you can go to Twitter for sure. That's Twitter at James Hardon VIP. The, my other Twitter is James Hardon LS. So you can reach me on that. You know, you can hit the link. I do have a website. It's www.jameshardon007.com. And, of course, my OnlyFans is James Hardon uh, Exclusive. And my other one is James Hardon VIP. You can reach me at any of those platforms. We'd love to hear from you. Fantastic, man. Well, this does bring us to the end of our interview. Is there anything that you would like to say to your fans and supporters that are tuning in? Gee, man, I would just like to say, man, I've been overwhelmed with the love that I received within, you know, just these two years, or actually this year and a half of just really doing it and committing to it, man. i got to say, you know, it's been overwhelming. You know, I appreciate the love, you know, continued support, you know. Uh, I appreciate you too, man, for having me on. You know, for my first interview. Hope I ain't do too terrible at it. Uh, <laughs> you know, and I'm just looking forward to the future. You know, 
everything that's coming, man. It just feels good about it. So, yeah, just be on the lookout. You know, it's going to be some good stuff coming down the pipeline, baby. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome to hear. And and certainly, James, I want to thank you so much for the interview. You know, thank you for coming on. Thank you for allowing one-on-one with Papi Chulo to be the home of your first ever interview. Yeah, absolutely. It was a pleasure, man. Definitely, definitely was a pleasure. Likewise. And the door is open for more. Whenever you want to come back to update the listeners on what you've been up to, you're more than welcome to come back. You've got an open invitation. Okay. Oh, I, I appreciate it, man. So that means I did pretty good. I got invitation back, so <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna uh, definitely be back, man. I got some, some. I got a lot of stuff coming, so you know, like I said, I got 40 on these videos, so I, you know, I'll have a lot of stuff coming to talk about too. You know, I, I love the sound of that. Very nice, and absolutely. Yeah. And listeners, I also want to thank you for tuning into One on One with Papi Julo. Before we go, here's our announcer to remind you on how you can interact with us. Thank you for downloading One on One with Poppy Chulo. Here are a few helpful reminders. For more information on One on One with Poppy Chulo, visit poppychuloradio.com slash after dark. Follow Poppy Chulo on Twitter at twitter.com slash poppychulo one on one. That's at Poppy Chulo. The number one. The word on. And the number one. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Poppy Chula Radio. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. Back to you, Poppy Chulo. Thanks, announcer. And with that, James Hardon, and I would like to wish you and yours a wonderful night. Good night, listeners. All right. Good night, people, and God bless. Thanks for listening to One-on-One with Poppy Chulo. To contact us with any of your questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns, email us at contact at poppychuloradio.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash poppychuloradio. And like us on Facebook by visiting facebook.com slash poppychuloradio. Be sure to listen again next week as we continue to showcase exclusive interviews with some of the adult industry's most popular male performers. This is Ben Patrick Johnson saying good night and have a wonderful week.